You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt McGacky, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians, talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Sarp Kesky of Bipolar Architecture. There's this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Hey there. Just a reminder, this is not financial advice. with that transition you guys want to start with where we left off with amc because i'm out i don't re- i haven't even looked at it in yeah, weeks i don't even know I don't, where. I don't know where your option is but mine's over and yeah I'm, I'm done yeah so i guess guess the percentage loss i had because Nine, i had 90 99.84% loss. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good loss. That's a big Dude, loss. you want to know what's funny? It's less than mine. And I was the one that was down so much. Wait, less than your loss? Yeah. I, I thought you got out. I did. I got out with like, I lost like 120 bucks. My loss was worse than that. When it, when it was all said and done. Cause it came up to like almost thir- almost $14. And I was like, this is my chance. I got to take, I got to get out now. And that's what I lost like a hundred and some bucks. That's a scratch. That's a scratch. I was down so much money on that. Insane. Over a thousand dollars down. But, yeah. Hey, I you know what? I did not to roll, roll it. I, I realized all my mistakes, like along the line. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Just gonna just gonna eat this one. Sometimes you gotta do that. Sometimes yeah, that's yeah. the only thing you can do. And I mean, you know, it's a bummer, but I think in that first day, one thing that I took away from that specific scenario, um, especially with option put trading, like obviously with something as crazy as AMC and GameStop was, it's like you can't you don't really know what's going to happen. We had opportunities or say like you had opportunities to get out of that while you had a little bit of a profit. Yeah. So much opportunity. Right. But it just waited and waited for it to get, to get more and more, you know, the greed got the best of of you at at the moment. And right. I mean, that first day that I bought the option was when it was most valuable when it was when I was like, you know, 50% up. So yeah, I think like one thing that you see with things that go, that move like that and are crazy like that. It's, you know, you have to, if you're, if you're green, you just got to take it with a short option like that. Now I'm, when I say short, I mean anything under like six months. Uh So like if, if it's longer than that, then yeah, it's a different story. But I mean, 
this was just a really crazy scenario. And the fact that I, this is my first time looking at it in a long time, but the fact that six months is, is pretty long too, right? Six months, I would consider like a, an, a long option. I mean, not even, cause you can go out like a year, two years, but long six months is long. Anything below six months, I would say is just short, a short option. It's like a short term game. So like, especially if you're going within a month or a month and a six weeks or something like that, it's, it's very short. So if you're green, take it, you know, that's right. the no matter what I know. I had, I had almost two weeks of being up anywhere from 15 to like 30%. Yeah. It was cruising at 580. I'm looking now 580 for a long time. Yeah. 563. Uh-huh. It, it was and there for a couple of weeks. Fours, it dropped into the fours for a second and I still didn't. Yeah. But that's, that's why like i didn't even decide to roll it. Cause like, I mean, the trade was over at that point. Yeah. With what I yeah. should have did. That's tough. Yeah, I got out, baby. I'm sorry to hear that Dominic. That's fine. I mean, that's only the second option I've traded, but it's, it was such a long time that I stopped caring. Right. Like, and I think it went red. I was like, Oh, maybe, maybe in a, yeah. I think a month and a half is when our teetering red green. Right. Right. Yeah. Not mad about it. No, I mean, you just gotta, you gotta do the thing, but definitely interesting. And I I think psychologically you go into these things, like you can't think of it as a day trade. You can't think of it as the same way you would treat any other trade. Yeah. You have to look at it for what it is and understand that it's something separate than day trading something. And you know, if it's green, sometimes you got to take it or at that moment, decide to roll it and better your, better your odds. Yeah. I think that's the, you gotta, you gotta play it a little bit differently and options like since then, um, maybe I've done a couple, but I've stayed away from options, not just because I'm trying out so many different other techniques right now and like different strategies and strategy alerts and trying to really get the chart to sort of work for me. So I've been really diving into that stuff and, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. I I feel like a year ago when we started this, we're very naive compared to where we are now, obviously, but the idea of creating something like programming, you know, programming a series of alerts that all trigger at the same time that will send you a message that's like, okay, this hits every single one of your points that you, that you like right now, buy it. And then an hour later, it says this hits every one of your points for a sell, sell it. It's like, if I would have known that like a year ago, like think (laughs) about the the difference where things would be like yesterday morning, this was my first, like, I hate. Dude, we'd be doing this podcast in Cracker Barrel. I always say it. Well, speaking of real quick, let's, let's take a time out. (laughs) But since you said it, you said it. Have you looked? Let people know, Brown. first of all, our group chat is a dollar sign and the the, the uh, <laughs> Cracker Barrel. Yeah, CBRL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's. Have you looked at Cracker Barrel? Yeah, I look at it every day. Come on. What do you think? I'm a fraud? 176. I know, dude. It's... <laughs> <laughs> What's... Dude, oh my God. 
I drove by. You you know where Edge Fitness is, right? Of course I do, yeah. You know how next to it was a Bed Bath & Beyond, right? It, it was like a, it was, oh no, it might yeah, have been yeah. Joanne Fabrics or something. Yeah, something like that. It closed. Guess what opened there? Michael's, naturally. Yes, I drove by it. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Michael's? <laughs> Julie was like, what's the problem? I was like, what's the problem? The problem is uh, Michael's just opened up. That's the problem. You know where that's at? It's at $20. That's when that's I bought great. all that Michaels, I bought it for six dollars and fifty cents. Wow. Why'd you sell it? Because <laughs> of us. We yeah. were laughing. We were like, yeah, I'm an idiot. We I were remember. all laughing at me. Well, the that problem was a is weird day. It was and a weird day. The reason for I me think, what was getting getting me. Yeah. What was the reason, the reason? was the reason was because <laughs> what was it? A guy who like <laughs> The dude that shorted the big short, like the dude that was involved in that short. The same dude that bought a, a gazillion shares of GameStop. Yeah, I guess. Michael Barry. Michael Barry. Oh, man. Man. <laughs> Go ahead. What are you going to say about Cracker Barrel? I'm dying in that. Me? Yeah. I got nothing other than that. I said 176. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were like, Which yeah, is, so I, I think was just there. Deal. I was just there in the kitchen and everyone was like high-fiving me when I walked in. They were like, yo, keep it going. I wish. I wish. You guys represent not only Stock World, but Cracker Barrel. Yeah, and I think that's the uh that's the difference there. Cracker Barrel. I just is Cracker I, Barrel in any ETFs? Um, we can check, we can check into that. That's really the quick. real question. Right. Right. Too dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Do you see Some Dave, of, Dave Portnoy started an ETF that guy, Barstool guy. Did he? Yeah. What's, it, what's the ticker? Uh, what is the ticker? Oh, wait, what the heck is it? Uh, it's going to drive me crazy. I'm going to look it up right now. It just, it's pretty new too. Um, ETF, Dave Portnoy, ETF Buzz, B U Z Z. I like that. Buzz. I go back and forth on ETS, $54. It all depends what ETF you're. Uh, Sometimes you know, I get so jammed different. up, and you tell me if this is a stupid mindset, because I'm sure it is, but. I get jammed up with ETS because I'm like, I don't want somebody else gambling my money or using my money for what they think. You know, like I, if it's going to be an L, it's going to be my L. I totally respect that. And I love that. But the people that are Change managing my mind. these, the people that are managing these are professionals. Right. You know, and it depends on which one you're getting into. But like, I think a reason why I wanted to talk about this today is because it's really I'll just, a big one, right? Arc, arc, arc specifically is what I wanted to talk to talk talk about. Um, huh. It is really intriguing to me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna combine both topics right now and just just get on yeah. that. Yeah. But arc is super fascinating to me because the majority holding in arc is Tesla, right? And arc is a huge ETF. Obviously, right now it's so hot. There's so much like 119. Um, a share. Yeah, it's at 119 right now. 
It um, is up today, 3.45%. It's, it 4%. holds. Great. It, it's definitely um, interesting because Tesla is a huge one. It's other tech stuff. But the thing that is funny to me about all of this is Tesla owns so much Bitcoin or at this point that when Bitcoin goes up or down, Tesla goes up and down. And then by Tesla going up and down, Arc goes up and down. And like seeing wow. how all of that works together is Whoa. really fascinating. Yeah. One thing I've Damn. one thing dropping yeah, bombs on them. <laughs> one thing I, I tried bomb, in my baby. Last, I have this strategy I'm working on with uh because I play I pay really close attention to Bitcoin and how that moves and right. things that work off of bitcoin so when tesla was down this weekend and bitcoin went on a run um i was like okay i'm gonna wait until the next day after bitcoin goes on a run tesla's gonna lag behind it but then tesla's gonna pop so i created a strategy in trading view and bought tesla and then sure enough it popped it's up today to like 650 something that's a that's like a, almost a $50. Yeah, that is a $50 jump because my trigger went off at 598. So it's like a $56 jump in those 2 days wow. after Bitcoin had surged and now Arc is going up following Tesla. So wow. the whole thing is like <clears throat> and they're all kind of delayed. Why wouldn't they be at the same time? Why are they delayed, you think? I don't know. I guess it's the way that like you know the valuation really works and I, I don't understand the exact correlation between everything, but I'm just trying to time it, you know, as a, right, as a trader, right. I'm trying to figure out the timing and how they work with each other because they don't move at the exact same time, but they, they all move together, work off of each they other. They make the yeah. same moves within like a short amount of time. Right. And at this point, it all seems to be uh, dictated by Bitcoin. So, dude, you're like Michael Berry, dude. <laughs> that's it, such a good. That's such a good, like, find. I don't know. It, I'm it's interesting. Man. <laughs> How many? Yeah. Uh, I mean, do you think every stock has something like that that exists? Well, that is what has me digging things up now, and okay. that also what got me on my ETF kick because I'm like, if this works with Bitcoin and how it works with Tesla. And if you look at the charts and how they move, it goes together. But now if you just change topics a little bit and you get the big players that are in these ETFs that are a little bit more volatile, a little bit more aggressive, now they're going to move, but with a little bit of a less delay, but they're going to move the same way that, you know, apply that same theory to that. Right. And, you have a little bit of just a little bit of an edge in capitalizing on, on, on on the right time. Dude, is that kind of like what we were talking about when we were saying like how like gold, when we, I think it was when Matt was on, he was saying like, dude, gold moves the same way as Bitcoin. Is that kind of like the same thing too? Right. I, I get, I haven't looked into that as much, but I mean, I'm sure it sounds yeah, like what you're saying. Yeah, just like I'm with sure another thing. It's like gold versus that. Yeah. Right. I that all the dots connect on that. Because like right. I have like these two monsters like Bitcoin and Tesla that are now connected. 
And now there's like this other littler thing that's connected that less people know about. So I I do think you could find a lot more because of like. Right. And so where's that put ARC? Well, ARC is one of the ones in the news right now. ARC is such a big one, but there are 131 ETFs that contain Tesla. So I've got a list going of a bunch of them that could, you know, could potentially move that are, uh, you know, cheaper uh, to get into that you could potentially get the same move out of. And that all revolves around like a day after Bitcoin is going to hit. Right. So it's it's like all eyes kind of on Bitcoin and following this. Right. Right. Damn. Yeah. And and ARC, if you look at ARC right now, because I've been paying attention because I have this guy who um, I'm friends with who is super smart. He's a trader and um, he turned me on to this one, but it's like the management, obviously, you know, the, the manager of the ETF is really great, you know, and that's like sort of one of the things to uh, look into whenever you're getting into an ETF, like who's managing it, how, what the history is and, and all that stuff. But if you look at the chart of ARC, it was just a few days ago, um that of like, arc yeah of arc it was 110 you know now it's 119 and right. it's it's really uh it's crazy how they move they move together you know how everything like i'm yeah. trying to zoom out on this chart i can't even zoom out on so i wonder how much in. tesla that buzz etf has right if, if any buzz Remember they did a SPAC ETF too. I was telling you guys about a couple months ago. Right. I wonder what that's at now. That was Dave Portnoy. No, Dave Portnoy is Buzz B U Z Z is his ETF. Oh, you're, you're saying somebody did it? Yeah, there was a SPAC ETF. Um, I think it was S P A K. Somebody in the the chat got stuck in a hole up shorting. Eighty seven hundred. Oh my god! Oh my god! I hate that. I really it, do. It's uh, not gonna say a name, but it's one of the mods of the chat. Uh, nice. <laughs> yeah, ARKK is really interesting, and they're they're also attached to a lot of other art. There's like a bunch of ARK stuff, right? Cat. It's like Kathy Woods is the. Yep, she's the is the. The She's brain rocking. behind it. So the, yeah, I think there's like a um, a bunch of arc stuff. Who's Kathy Ark, Woods? Baby, Kathy Woods is just like a um, I don't know what would you call her, Ace. She's just like a I don't know what her title is. I don't know if she's like the CEO of a company. I guess it would just be like she's like a she has stock. Um, she's the she's the founder, CEO, CIO, uh, and CIO of Arc. Um, it's like an she, investment. Yeah, agency. yeah. She's like, she's got a lot of. Uh, There's a ton of ARC stuff. Credential, yeah. So, like, if is ARKK like a whole basket of those ones too? Because there's like, it says this one's called ARC Innovation. We're looking at the same one, right? Um, let me go back to it. 
yeah, we're looking at we're looking at the same one, and they have like Tesla. Obviously, is their biggest holding. Um, they have Roku, Square, um, Spotify, Zillow, Zoom, Shopify. A lot of like you know stuff like that. Right. I just googled uh, Kathy Wood, and like one yeah. of the first things that comes up is did Tesla did Arc sell Tesla? Why are Arc funds dropping? <laughs> love it. I love, <laughs> love it. That's not what I'm saying, but I guess people are get concerned fast. Yeah, that's yeah, gonna be I mean, like that's an intense good, gig. Yeah, it's a good that's a good mindset though, man. I, I think that's cool. I, I feel like you're I feel like you're like right on the money with that. Yeah. Because how could they not all move the same? They're holding the same damn thing. And then what happens if Bitcoin crashes? Does everything crash? <laughs> because how much of Tesla is responsible for the S P five hundred now? Right. Right. So it affects, it affects everything, whether you like it or not a hundred percent. So it's, um, it's really interesting. And if you look at the lull that Bitcoin had last week, that's when everything like that, that had a, had a lull. Yeah. Everybody's been like, market's been red. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I mean, Kathy Woods, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Thank her, dude. Got to thank Kathy. I love that. Crushing it. I wonder but, uh, we gotta we gotta find out a cracker browser in any ETS because I'm that's oh, the first yeah. one I'm buying. That's what I was looking up. That's what I was looking up. SPAC is the SPAK, I think is the uh, um this actual SPAC ETF. Now because you could just do that too, because there's so many. Yeah. I'm sure there's tons of people at day trade ETFs, but they're mainly for you know just throwing money in it. And forgetting about it for decades, right? Wait, I'm decades, sorry, what was that? Decades, uh... Like ETFs are more just like put your money in a place, they'll handle it type things, or... Yeah, you don't leave it in for decades. Many you... people date trade in <laughs> decades. I'm thinking like a 401k or something. I'm thinking it moves like the same amount as that, right? Or no? Um, no, I mean, this is, an, this is an aggressive one. So you, yeah. can, you can day trade an ETF. You don't, you don't not have to like it last week. It was close to a hundred this right now. It's one eighteen eighty nine, about to hit one nineteen. So, I mean, that's a $20 increase on. Okay. Shares. Okay. So you, it's like you swing trade them like mad for sure. And I think that's for me, like the spot yeah, I that I am trade really enjoying. Yeah. I, I feel like I, I like have that thought because whenever you like you log into Fidelity or E-Trade or something, I feel like they're like, oh, ETFs, mutual funds, like they cram it all in with that. Right, right. ETFs and mutual funds have a lot of similarities, but... um but still volatile enough to trade. Right. I think you could trade mutual funds, can't you? Yeah, I'm having a hard time finding anything with Cracker Barrel in it. I'm sorry. Dude, really these people quick. are sleeping. <laughs> Get Kathy Woods on, on this podcast. Everyone that I click on no longer holds Cracker Barrel. <laughs> bums. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Get with it. Bunch of bums, dude. Yeah, Come I might on. buy some ARC, man. I feel like Kathy Woods is like the coolest. I'm all about it, but I don't know if right now is the exact moment. But no, you should not. you should definitely time it right and get in. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good one. 
It's crazy. It's one nineteen. Yep. It it's it's awesome to see it move like that. Really, like I I like that. Yeah, thirty bucks when the pandemic hit. Man, thirty three dollars to drop to. Last uh last episode, did we talk about my kidney stone trade? Wait, I'm sorry. What? Huh? Okay, like a, a few weeks ago, I got. I guess we got the name of this episode. <laughs> Jeez. I was, um, it was. <laughs> No, it was a day Kidney or two. Stone Trader should be your new handle on your Sykes chat, dude. On everything, please. One or two days after <laughs> the last episode we did, we were talking about Workhorse. And I forget where it's at now, but Workhorse or one of the judges that must have had some pretty heavy options or stock in Workhorse postponed. 1952, by the way. Postponed the thing that was going to give the other company the post office thing, whatever. Right. Anyway, it was spiking on that, and I was trying to buy it basically because it was making a huge red to green move into the end of day. And I felt this crazy pain in my side the whole time. And then it was like 355. I was like, I literally, this pain is too much. I can't, I can't trade. So I I never bought it, I never even got to buy it. Because I had a kidney stone and it was moving at that moment. Wow. So then I, 355, I got up. It was tough to even walk out of the basement and then went to urgent care. So <laughs> all while trying to trade workhorse and even like during my way to urgent care, I'm like, I'm like checking the price of workhorse, like knowing I'm like, I'm like I missed a sick trade. This is going to reverse. You're messed up, dude. You got yeah, a problem. It was, it was wild. It was a good thing I never bought it though, because I think it went back down to thirteen or fourteen. Thirteen fifty four right now. Yeah, it went from like fifteen to seventeen. I was trying to buy it when it was going to sixteen. It's crazy. Man. This thing is so low, man. Yeah, trading while a kidney stone's moving in your body. Yeah, that's tough. You're a that's trooper. Tough. Did you tell Tim Sykes that? No. You probably should definitely like, tell Tim. Probably like, why are you check Why are you buying workhorse? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why were you buying workhorse? You'd be lying about the stock in the hospital. You'd be like, oh, it was uh, ARC. <laughs> You'd be like, let me see your trade. <laughs> oh, man. Drop down that's and give me 10 good. push-ups. You're like, I got a kidney stone. I don't care. Tra- making bad trades. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> Kidney Stone Trader, oh one. Kidney Stone Trader is pretty sick. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah, my my favorite thing so far. <laughs> What's Holy up, it's Kidney Stone Trader? He's gonna speak. Yeah, Kidney Trader twenty twenty here. Um, so good. Now start it. like a, a guru channel on YouTube. Kidney you Stone, well. Kidney Stone ETF. Yeah. Dope. Yeah, I'm like all about the ETFs after this episode, man. I'm going to go ham today. He's <laughs> definitely throw everything at it. Throw everything at it. You get an ETF. You have an ETF. What you should do is look at look up all the ETFs that once contained Cracker Barrel and no longer do and short them all. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably <laughs> the best move. <laughs> they'd be like who is it i'd be like it's me kidney stone trader 
Love it. <laughs> Kidney well, this stone was a good, trader. This was. This sick. feels like a good episode back. Yeah. Very informative, Ace. It's good stuff. On good the stuff. money today, dude. Yeah. Nice. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.